Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. In 1915, more than 40 years after President Ulysses S. Grant annihilated the Ku Klux Klan, a group of white men in white bedsheets paraded down Peachtree Street in Atlanta, firing rifles into the air. Their leader, William J. Simmons, made several declarations about purity and honor, and then he set fire to a cross. The group was marching to a place that might seem unusual, a movie premiere. The movie was The Birth of a Nation, and it was the film that gave rise to Hollywood's culture of big-budget blockbuster movies. It was also the film that reignited the KKK. The Klan was originally a secret society created by a few ex-Confederate soldiers in Tennessee. At first, they weren't violent or even overtly racist, although they were interested in preserving Southern culture. Their leadership titles were intentionally goofy, grand cyclops. Members were called ghouls. The name Ku Klux Klan itself came from the Greek word kuklos, which means circle. They dressed up in sheets, apparently for publicity, and rode around at night on horses. But as they added more members from nearby towns, the mission grew more sinister. The nighttime rides were used to intimidate black families. The ghouls would visit black homes and threaten occupants. Those threats became violence against black people who were exercising their newfound freedom. The Klan spread quickly, and by the presidential election of 1868, it was a hot-button issue. President Ulysses S. Grant, the civil rights hero of the Union, won that election, and he plotted to take out the Klan. He signed a law called the Ku Klux Klan Act, which gave him the authority to use federal troops to arrest and prosecute Klansmen. Several thousand people were indicted under that law, and within a year, the KKK was crippled. Although lynchings and violence against black people continued, the KKK was an organization that was effectively wiped out. That is, until 1915. Around that time, a man named William J. Simmons and other Southern whites were increasingly outraged by the arrival of Jews, Roman Catholics, and immigrants. When a 13-year-old girl in Atlanta was killed, allegedly by her Jewish boss, a group of two dozen men took it upon themselves to make sure he got the death penalty even though the evidence was thin. They kidnapped and hanged him after he was given a lighter sentence. When they were done, they burned a cross. That incident convinced Simmons that the time was right to reestablish the KKK. And he drew inspiration from a new film called Birth of a Nation. That film depicted life after the Civil War in a way that glorified Klansmen. It portrayed them as using violence to save the South and protect whites from gangs of black rapists. It had a huge cultural impact. Manufacturers produced Ku Klux hats modeled after those worn in the film. In New York, society women organized Ku Klux balls. On Halloween, 2,000 University of Chicago students dressed up in Klan costumes. So Simmons seized the moment. He gathered a group of men and marched to the theater in Atlanta, Georgia. Marches in other cities followed. 
the popularity of Birth of a Nation and the Klan grew in tandem. In local newspapers, the Klan advertised for recruits alongside movie times. After riots and protests over the movie broke out in urban areas, theaters eventually stopped showing the film. But the modern Klan was born. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. <laughs>